I need a camera that can take a picture of my wife's face. So here we are. I spent more money on a camera. <laughs> so We know what's important here. Welcome to Active Discourse, the multi-platform technology podcast. I'm Bo, and I shudder at the thought of a world without gadgets. And I'm Brett, and I'm in focus today. Camera puns. Hey. But alas, Active Discourse is no longer than 45 minutes, so let's get going. Brett has a new toy to talk about, following up on mine from the last episode, which was a new TV. Um, before we get to that, did you want to do a little point of follow-up? Yeah, so I just love to give you so much crap about you using Bing. It's uh, <laughs> just so funny to me. And uh, in between the episodes, we you were actually talking about all the points that you've earned from using Bing. Bing is apparently paying you like it it seems like several dollars a month to use their service and so tell me about this service and tell me about possibly however much you want to tell the people about how much you've made from using bing instead of google yeah so basically it probably averages out to a couple bucks every every month or a couple months yeah so that's one of the main reasons i use bing first of all the results are almost as good as google every once in a while i'll still switch to google mostly for like programming oriented searches bing is not so good at those but for general searches bing is just as good as any other search engine and the best part about it is you earn points for every search you do and you can get bonus points for doing quizzes and for using your mobile device and for using their browser and all this other stuff so you can rack them up uh, even quicker than I do, but Brett and I were just talking about this between this episode and our last one, um, because at the end of the last episode, you may remember, uh, I mentioned, uh, using Bing Mm -hmm. and so we got talking about it and I mentioned that I basically earn a $5 Amazon gift card every so often just from using Bing as my search engine (laughs) and looking through it, it's like every two months or so i'm earning enough points to redeem a five dollar amazon gift card so since july of 2019 i've got one two three four five six seven eight five dollar amazon gift cards so that's a fair amount of money that i'm saving just by using bing (laughs) It, it, it really is and it's tempting i I'll look into it. It's just it's just amazing that that's a thing. So congratulations on your yeah. achievement. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I guess. I just use it sometimes for searching for things. And hey, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, interesting. Personally, um, honestly, the, the times that I use it is when I've installed Edge and Microsoft says, hey, our default browser is Bing, and I do a search for something programming-related. And I was like, this isn't something I'm looking for. Dang, I'm not on the right search engine. And then I switched to Google and, and that's that. So, all right. Yeah, I'll give it a I, I will shake, also I add that their their image searching is also very good because they animate the GIFs on the search page and you can actually toggle it so that it will animate all of them without like hovering over them. Nice. So their, their image and video searching stuff is really good nice. too. Nice. Cool. <clears throat> okay. Well, I... I, I don't know if I will have follow-up on the next episode about me trying Bing and being a uh, changed <laughs> man, but maybe. <laughs> I think I'll give it yeah. another shot, though. <laughs> so, interesting. I do like Microsoft, so I, I guess, I don't know. 
we'll, we'll see. Yeah, they're coming around. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Scrappy young company right. coming around. <laughs> <Yeah>. Scrappy little <laughs> startup they are. Okay, so with the the Microsoft uh, uh, shilling, mm-hmm. but really, but not really, out of the way, uh, let's get into the, the meat of the day. Um, you've got a new thing, and you're going to tell us a little bit about it. What do you got? Yeah, so... I believe over the course of the last year, we've alluded to the camera that I bought in February last year. I don't know if we ever really dug deep into the camera that I got last year, but in February last year, I got a new camera, a kind of a professional level camera, and a Sony A7 Mark II in February of 2020. And this year, I actually replaced it already. This is kind of a a little bit of a surprise, but I've already replaced it with a Sony A7C. And so I had the A7 II for roughly a year. It's actually for sale if you want it. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've replaced my camera. Okay, so you got this in February of last year, your old, your other one. Yes. And that was like already like professional-ish grade? So the, the way Sony has their uh, mirrorless cameras, it's a full-frame camera. Basically, they have a lot of different dedicated cameras, and the A7 with no modifier to it whatsoever. So I had the A7 II, but they also have like an A7R, they have an A7S, they have an A7C now. And so take the A7 with no modifier, that's kind of their general run-of-the-mill. It's roughly their cheapest uh, kind of high-end-ish camera, Um, and that is just what you get if you don't necessarily need something for video or if you don't need something necessarily for super high resolution. So the the R model specifically has just ridiculous resolution. The the latest R model has a 61 megapixel sensor, which is ridiculous. And then the S line is video focused. And so it can do 120 hertz at 4K and very few cameras out there can do that. Like the new camera I get can only do 4K 30. So the A7 line is basically just there to uh, be the middle the middle ground. And so the A7 II that I got last year was very much in the middle ground. The A7C is a little different because it's slightly more compact, but otherwise it's the A7 III just in a smaller body. So is it does the C stand for compact? It, yeah, that that is likely what it stands for. And honest to God, what's crazy about Nailed this? Nailed it. Yeah, right. You you, get, you got marketing. Um, it's not really that much more compact, honestly. And I didn't buy it to be more compact. And so I think that maybe the, the thing, the reason why I should, ex- what I should explain here is the fact that why in the world that I replace my camera already a year later, like this, this camera that I got last year was a thousand dollars. The camera that I just got, uh, this year was about 1600. And what the hell actually caused me to replace the damn thing already? Because a thousand dollar camera is still a good camera. That's the thing. Like it's it's the A7 II is a better camera in general than any camera I've ever owned. It likely doesn't have the same issue as up with updates as something like a smartphone. Right. No. Probably. Exactly. the The way you update your camera is by getting different lenses. This thing's fun where you can swap on different lenses and do some really cool shots with it. I've I've really gotten some amazing shots on my A7 II over the course of the last year, but. There's something that's really, really irked me about my A7 II, and that is it has had an absolutely terrible time focusing. It 
uh, it, it struggled to keep a focus on the subject right in front of it, honestly. Like, I've, you haven't been able to go outside much these days, but when I, I do go out hiking, uh, when I take a shot of a, a person or an animal or a cactus, I have to be extremely deliberate and careful to make sure that it actually focused on the thing that's sitting right in front of the damn thing. And what's also hard is the fact that the viewfinder on it, it, it's small and a small screen is hard to tell, you know, the difference between one pixel and the other. And so things can look in focus on the viewfinder. But when I get back to my screen and actually look at the photo, I, I can discover that it's completely out of focus. I mean, honest to God, I might estimate that roughly maybe upwards of like five to 10% of all photos I took on this camera were trashed because it was out of focus. And I don't know, like I, I, I was, I was kind of saying to myself constantly over the last several months, like when I would take a picture of my wife's face and that's the subject of the photo, but it can't focus on my wife's face. And I, I kind of got personally offended by that. And <laughs> like, I, I don't want a camera that can't focus on my wife's face. Like, yeah, you should send a strongly painted picture to Sony. <laughs> well, and yeah, so the other thing is obviously some that I do want this camera, whatever camera I have to last for when I have kids. And fortunately I can take a lot of photos of my wife today and she can stand still, but kids don't stand still. And this camera wasn't, it was not very good at even taking photos of moving subjects. So uh, it was really bothering me. And I, I don't know, cut my cut my losses and decided to replace it. Okay, so is that a was that an issue do you think with your particular device or was this kind of a known issue with that model? Uh it was kind of a known issue, but it also might have just been the the trend. So the A7 II was released in 2014. The A7 II was pretty much on par with autofocusing systems back in the day. Uh, but the A7 III, the direct successor, obviously, to the two, was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. So there's a couple different autofocus systems in the in these cameras. I'm just going to spew out some numbers here real quick. The A7 II had 117 phase detection and 25 contrast detection points, okay? So 117, 25. Let's compare that to the A7 III, which was released in 2018, just a couple years later. Mm-hmm. We have... 697 and 425 autofocus points and that's that's just ridiculous that's either a six times uh increase in one category and a 17 times increase in another category this thing was ridiculous when it was released in 2018 yeah okay the a7 quickly became one of the most popular cameras for people to buy because of this autofocus system this autofocus system is super smart. It's just wicked smart. It has all the all the tools you need in order to get focused on something. And then it also has an improved uh, autofocus algorithm as well that uh, Sony probably trained somewhere in their labs. And it's it's just smart. It, it knows, hey, I'm looking at a human. I should probably focus on its face or I should focus on its eye. <laughs> right? <laughs> I I really hope that we can someday li- like listen to the logic of these these algorithms yeah. so that it will say things like that's a human I should focus on its face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. It'd be it'd be fun to get a algorithm to teach us, you know, what it what it knows. That'd be fantastic. I want to know what your thought process is, algorithm. 
So the A7C was released in 2020, and there isn't really a ton different from the A7 III uh, that was released in 2018. There's it's a smaller body. It has a it has a worse viewfinder, and I can possibly get to that later. But it also has like an articulating screen, which is really really cool. Another thing that it has as well, though, is that it has a 2020 autofocus algorithm. So it has the same number of autofocus points from the A7 III from 2018, but it has an updated autofocus algorithm that it was in their, like I think, $3,000 video camera as well. So basically, their 2020 algorithm is better than their 2018 algorithm. And I kind of overcorrected because of the fact that my old camera couldn't focus on my wife's face. So I wanted to make sure that whatever I got will focus on my wife's face and kids <laughs> in the future. So, and I've some, I've seen some really impressive demos and I've had some fun with this freaking thing. Like the autofocus system is, is amazing. There's a, there's a button on it that when you get locked into a subject, the camera can remember what that subject is. So I can focus on my cat or I can focus on something that I want to stay and focused on and I can move the camera around and the camera says, all right, I need to stay focused on the cat and I know that the camera is moving and I want to stay focused on the cat. So let's update the lens, update the lens, update the lens. And only actually I've even gotten the cat completely off the screen. And when it found the cat again, back on screen, it jumped right back to it and stayed locked onto it. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds great. Why isn't everybody doing this? Because it's expensive and hard to do. So yeah, Sony Sony has a lot of smarts and technology when it comes to cameras. There's a reason their tech, their hardware is in a lot of Android phones and and other devices like that. Yeah, their their sensors are in iPhones. Their sensors are in the Google Pixels. Um, I think Samsung right, is they're the, everywhere. Yeah, I think Samsung is the only one that or one of few manufacturers that make their own sensors, and they they do a pretty good job at it. But yeah, Sony sensors are all over the place and there's a reason for it because they're really freaking good yeah so on top of all this great autofocus stuff is there anything else that uh like what are your uh favorite things about this this upgrade i i again i i think that the selling point is the fact that i can focus on my wife's face and it'll be in focus i've done a few photo shoot, photo shoots since and it's kind of inevitable that cameras do not always focus on the right subject but I honestly think that in the last month that I've had this camera now, I've maybe thrown away one to 10 photos total, whereas previously I was throwing away 5 to 10% of an entire month's worth of photos. So I'm really super pleased with uh, that, obviously. Here's another strategy. Sure. Take five times as many photos as you were before. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, I mean, I there was a couple photo shoots that when I was going through the various stages of grief with realizing that the autofocus system on the A7 II wasn't good enough, that yeah, I actually did fire off a ton of shots because I was like, I need to make sure I get something. You know, that just resulted in a ton of storage space on my computer, right. deleting a ton. And also, in general, it seemed like whenever it didn't focus in the right spot, it kind of did that for like several minutes at a time. And it's just, ah, it was so dumb. It was so dumb. Um, anyway, <laughs> I haven't actually missed any uh, life-changing photos on it, which is, which is good. But again, 
this could be a camera that I have a kid with. And yeah, and it's it's just a drag to miss a moment that you thought was going to be really cool, even if it was just something simple. So having having something reliable, like in the case of this autofocus, where it's kind of predictable and and understandable, that that can make all the difference in right. in getting the shot you were looking for without having to, you know shoot a video where you can take frames out of you know 24 7 yeah 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 this is this is a camera that i would end up trusting for a kid there it's possible that i might upgrade between now and then just because i've listened to a couple shows and um, basically the general advice is whatever you can afford when you have a infant or a toddler or a child under the age of 10 uh typically you can't recreate those moments. And so you need to make sure that you have a camera that you like and uh, can work with. And so this camera very, very, very likely will be that, but I'm not going to sign myself up to not getting another one before a kid. So, but yeah. So what's, what's the price point of these? So what, what was the uh, a seven Mark two when you got that? And Mm -hmm. what was the a seven C when you got that more recently? The a seven two is still available for sale and it's available for sale for $1,000 today. The A7C is kind of a funny one because it should be cheaper, but it retails at $1,800. The A7 III is still available. That's at $2,000. I wouldn't be surprised if the A7 III is phased out in the next couple months and the A7C directly replaces it um and then after that you get into some really expensive ones does that mean there's an a7 4 maybe on the way shortly i was actually hemming and hawing and possibly waiting for an a7 4 <laughs> always <laughs> yeah right but <laughs> that's they, our eternal struggle <laughs> yeah there so right now if if we stop talking right now you'd think that sony's naming scheme kind of makes sense so there's an a7 r4 and there's an A7S3 out in the world, and Sony also just released an A1. So as you get higher and higher in the pricing, the numbers no longer make sense. And so, yes, an A7 IV should <laughs> exist someday, as well as an A7S4 at some point. And then an A7R5 will exist at some point as well, yeah. <laughs> so. A7R5. Yeah. <laughs> the first the, the lower end of their models make a lot more sense and i wouldn't be surprised if the a7 II is probably phased out this year the a7 III is probably going to be phased out this year and the a7 c is going to replace both of those at the bottom end of their semi-professional cameras they do have a lower end more complicated but still quite good camera system that's under a thousand and gets up to i think like 1500 but that's a story for another time so but they're good just not what i was looking for yeah um the a7c is nice i'm curious though i I think you've briefly talked about the concept of photos and you don't really take a ton of photos um i know you're a pretty Mm -hmm. dang creative guy though i'm curious to know what your thought process on um big expensive cameras and you know we we went to college in a graphic communications major and we dealt with Mm -hmm. photos in college um what's your what's been your thought process about cameras since then i had a course in photography when we were at university and I did enjoy it and I still have actually a couple of those photos that I took during that course hanging on my wall. Yeah. And I still have some of the other prints that are in a portfolio tucked away somewhere in the closet near me. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I did enjoy taking photos a little bit, but 
<clears throat> I have way too many interests, and it's too hard to, <laughs> to keep up with them all. So photography kind of fell by the wayside. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure someday I'll kind of get back to it. And and one thing you brought up is uh, having kids, and I think that would for sure sway me into mm-hmm. getting a solid camera that I can use. So I, at that point, I would go by whatever you're using in the next few years, and and probably just get the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, part of part of the other thought process as well is like, I mean, we're definitely closer to having kids than we've ever have been, but you know, not not for a little while still. Um, but yeah, imminently. <laughs> but it, it's it's also amazing that I, I've learned a lot more actually outside of school. So I learned a lot about cameras in school. But for whatever reason, a few concepts finally clicked when I got the A7 II in quarantine. Funny time to get it, I guess. But whatever. I go hiking, so you know, hey, nature photography. Taking pictures, taking pictures of nails in your walls, yeah. and a lot of cat photos, and the odd uh, loose threads in the carpet near the the wall. Yeah. It's just what you got. You got to just got right. just got to use what you got. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I'm obviously we like to go hiking a lot, and nature is really easy and fun to take photos of. But also getting used to taking photos of humans again and uh, fast moving objects is just good practice, essentially, for when we do end up having kids. So that I'm you know not practicing when I have to try to track a child running across a yard. So yeah, they are sneaky sneaky little things and phenomenally fast (laughs) a few other fun odds and ends things about uh this camera though by the way so i've already talked about the flippy screen but the uh the flippy screen is amazing i've been able to get at wildly different angles uh with this camera than i've was able to get previously because the the screen just kind of tilted up and down on the previous cameras but this one it it rotates out and I mean, it's a flippy screen. Like you can actually kind of have it at 360 degrees. And so I can point it up and uh, flip the screen down. I can point it down and flip the screen up. Uh, it, it's it's fantastic. So Does it rotate horizontally at all? I can do it as a selfie camera as well, yes. So it, it flips out and then you can rotate it 360 degrees from there and... Yeah, God, this is hard to describe. Over, I mean, can you, can it rotate on the x-axis? Like, can you look at it from the side? It can. It can rotate on all axes. Oh, okay. It gotcha. can seriously rotate on all axes. It's really, really hard to describe. Holy crap! I didn't realize how hard this would be to describe. <laughs> but yeah, like you can do selfie photos. You can do aerial photos. You can do basically point the camera at the foot and look up at the person's face, and basically everything in between. It's yeah. So anyway, um, the nice. flippy, flippy screen's nice. That's the technical term, right? <laughs> That's what actually I've heard everyone call it. Flippy screen. Yeah, all the reviews I. That's s- what it says on the box. It, it should. It really should. It's got a flippy screen, and it makes up for the fact that the viewfinder is terrible because the viewfinder is not very good. It's actually better than a lot of the reviews say it is, but it's it's bad. Mm-hmm. And lastly, no, t- sorry, two things. Two things. Battery life is twice as long. I went on a photo shoot in in the Mojave Desert last weekend and then in Death Valley National Park. And I think I took like upwards of like 500 or so photos and I didn't have to charge it. This thing can, I think, shoot upwards of like 700 photos on a shot. And I shot 500 in a weekend, which isn't really a ton. But yeah, shot 500 in a weekend, didn't have to charge it. So battery life is amazing. And lastly is that this has USB-C. So this charges with USB-C and 
one more thing in my house that uh, doesn't use micro USB anymore. I'm so close to getting rid of it. The the uh, infinite, <laughs> hopefully not really infinite, but infinite so far, the indefinite uh, march toward uh, USB-C continues. Yep. Yeah. As soon as we can get rid of micro USB. Although, and this uh, this is a, a callback to our previous episode, uh, well, two episodes now, mm-hmm. <laughs> where we were talking about the whirlwind of USB-C and, and all the Thunderbolt Naming, and all the other things yeah. that go into the, the specification for that, <laughs> that stuff. It's just wild. Oh, yeah. The trying to explain Thunderbolt and the, the different cables that I had was uh, fun, to, fun and complicated to re-listen to, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just trying to look up and see if I could find what the battery capacity was for the A7C versus the, your previous A7II. 360 versus 740. Oh, okay. So they actually, it's just like double the size battery yeah and the battery's gigantic too it's yeah it's huge and it's nice so again this so this is a compact camera and a lot of compact cameras like canon and nikon i think are known for um on their comp more compact lines they kind of have a smaller battery and this uses the exact same battery as the a7 III. and this again this huge battery came from the a7 III. the a7 III upgrade was gigantic the A7C was just a smaller A7 III, but from two to three was huge. I, I know last year I looked at both the two and the three, and the three was a thousand dollars more. And I was like, I, I mean, I'm just a, I'm not, I'm a novice. I'm just getting back into photography. I don't need all that. And I've had a lot of fun over the course of last year. And I need a camera that can take a picture of my wife's face. So here we are. I spent more money on a camera. <laughs> So we know what's important here. Right. Focus. Focus. Needs to focus. Actually focus. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's the focus of this episode. So I'm super happy with it. And someday I'll be able to show it to you again. Got it. All right. So yeah, it sounds like a sounds like a good device and uh I'll be coming back to you in a few years probably thinking uh What um, camera to buy? What what camera should I well, what camera are you using, first of all, and second mm-hmm. of all does it read out its algorithm uh, as you know, telling me its thought process? Because that's going to be one of my yeah. one of my yeah. main sticking points is is getting that as a feature. That's a good question for every uh, robot these days. What are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tell me, what are you thinking? So since we're uh, we don't have any more picks this time because we literally just decided to do another episode now. We used them up. Uh, I'm going to throw a curveball at you, and we're going to end the show with a question, and it's a would-you-rather question. So, would, Bo, <laughs> would you rather live the rest of your life living in a sailboat or on an RV? Oh, um, so I'm, okay, so, see, this is would, this is my, my, uh, hang-up with would-you-rather, because I'm just going to ask follow-up questions. Nice, like, you're going to John okay, Syracuse this, it. Awesome. Nice work. The sailboat is obviously on, on water, right? I mean, up to you. (laughs) (laughs) Or could it just be a sailboat sitting on land somewhere? Yeah, I mean, you could put a sailboat in a trailer and drive it around if you want to answer the question like that, sure. (laughs) So how strict are we talking here? The rest of my life living in a sailboat or an RV, am I just never leaving 
that choice. I'm so happy I'm learning this right there? now. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can go wherever you want with this question. You can go with it with the spirit, which is a sailboat is usually on the water or an RV is usually on land. But, you know... <laughs> I, I think we should we should call it strict, right? And like, if you're living, if you choose living on the sailboat, you're on a sailboat, like on the ocean. Yeah, I think lake, that that's maybe. the way to go. That's yeah, and you could bring it. Uh, how about this? I'll allow you to bring it from the lake to the ocean, just so long as you wash your boat and don't bring parasites into the lake or the ocean, and vice versa. Okay, okay. that's fair, and that's that's <laughs> obviously a very Sensible. important concern. Right. That, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Sailboat or RV? And the RV... Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't oh even God, started no. asking about the RV okay. yet. <laughs> Is it stationary, or are we a roaming vehicle? Most RVs mm-hmm. do move. Um, I don't... Okay, so that's my... Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. all right, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Whew. Okay, so first of all, uh, before you answer your question, I'm going to do a plug <laughs> here. You need to listen to the Accidental Tech Podcast. It's an Apple show, so it's a little maybe outside your wheelhouse, but you just did uh, what one of the co-hosts does on the show, which is he doesn't accept any assumptions on a question. <laughs> if there's any assumptions in a question, he addresses those and says, well, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? You just did that, and I'm very proud of you. This is fantastic. I'm so happy I'm living this life right now. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm glad I could live up to your expectations. Accidental Tech Podcast. The most recent episode actually had a situation like this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So we ended up still having a pick here at the end of this episode. Yes, we You're did. Welcome. Hey, look at now that. Now to try and answer the question. Look at that. I think I would choose RV. RV. And why? Sorry, I know that wasn't part of the question. I didn't know you were going to ask me why. (laughs) (laughs) I I think just because I I don't spend much of my time on the water, so I think I'd be more at home in an RV. I mean, I'd have the rest of my life, literally, to adjust, but I think I would choose RV. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I'm just going to take the question as is, because you've really dissected it pretty pretty well enough. (laughs) Hmm... I'm going to assume, how about this? I will assume something, that I am good at owning a sailboat and that I can drive it safely and live (laughs) on it safely and migrate around all the different storms that are coming around. Assuming that, sailboat, 100%. Because... I don't know. Um, not nothing about RV. I, I do quite like the idea of an RV, but I guess, as you just said, you know, you could technically load up the sailboat onto a trailer and drive that around and there's your house you know that's there's your rv i guess but it depends on how nice the sailboat is like you know i (laughs) Uh, I mean it's as big as you want but um i'm i'm envisioning so i as a kid i actually so i was in boy scouts and one of the things that we did uh at the tail end of my time there was we went down to the bahamas and it's a it's a sea base adventure so anyone who's familiar with boy scouts that's what it is and uh sea base basically is a a dude in the bahamas who said hey yeah i'll uh, i'll i live on a boat i'm a fisherman and uh, it's a relatively large larger boat not a yacht well, actually it'd probably be i don't know what it's called i don't boat at all i just went on this boat for a week as a uh, 14 year old but it was a lot of fun it was it was really a lot of fun i slept underneath the stars in the middle of the bahamas and there was no light pollution whatsoever 
and it was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, per- temperature was absolutely perfect. We we had fresh fish in the Bahamas. It was fantastic. And it was one of the most peaceful adventures I've ever had. I saw dolphins. I went swimming in the reef. And yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And That would be pretty nifty. I've, I've never been out on open water with like no land in sight or anything like that. Oh, yeah. So being able to look up and see the stars like you were talking about without any light pollution whatsoever because the closest i think i've been is obviously like out in the boonies of Mm -hmm. wisconsin where i'm from or we were down in uh, mexico on vacation a few years ago but that was at like a resort and there's still lights and stuff so yeah that would be pretty cool being on the open water oh it was so cool it was so cool um and that's again back on kids here i i personally hope that uh if i do have a, a child and if it's a boy and if he's interested in boy scouts I would make myself go to the sea base adventure if um, if he's going because holy crap, man, that was. I mean, I volunteer as chaperone. I I will make my way there somehow. I don't I don't care. It was seriously one of the most formative adventures I've ever had in my life. It was amazing. So uh, sailboat, sailboat's my answer. So all right, well, we ended up on opposite sides of that one, uh-huh. so that's good. Uh huh. I guess that uh, that question kind of sums up our, our tech podcast because we see each other from our opposing vehicles, <laughs> one on land, one on water. I don't know which is which. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe that's a metaphor for our, our uh, <laughs> different types of transportation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, this is as far as this goes. We're n- we can't take. I that generally see where you're going with this, <laughs> but I don't know <laughs> it, how to. It was take mostly it. a pointless metaphor that I was trying to force <laughs> in there anyway. So let's not try to <laughs> do anything else with that. That's done. This <laughs> this cat this, this groundhog has seen its shadow, and so thank you yeah, for listening. Let's let. <laughs> let's close this one up already (laughs) thank you for listening if you would like to share any feedback or questions um topic suggestions or possibly any would you rather questions uh that could be a lot of fun to pick apart uh every single episode going forward that could be a lot of fun um let us know uh feel free to reach out to us on twitter at and we are at active discourse and uh yeah we'll we'll talk again in april and until then stay safe see you in the next one bye